what is good everyone and welcome back to the nostalgia plus ultra podcast my name is nostalgia joining me is as told by zoe what's good my guy what's up brother hey man happy new year and welcome back to the podcast um it was funny i was looking through uh, when we decided to do the recording i was checking to see when the last time we uploaded an episode and that was july 23rd (laughs) yeah (laughs) the last time we had a little uh, hiatus. A lot happened. You moved back to Georgia. Uh, then holidays coming around and all that stuff, you know. Yeah, man. It's been honestly crazy. Uh, like, it's been 100 and I think we'll be like 160 days since we last uh, uploaded an episode or even yeah. sat down to record, honestly. And it's just because of we've just been doing so much stuff. Uh, in the background and you know like you said uh i moved back home as you can tell by the background here um i i also i finished my master's degree program which i'm super excited about that of course congrats both doing some some stuff that kind of conflicts schedule wise so it's just it was kind of didn't work out the way we wanted to when it came to we're sitting down and recording a podcast but you know i'm glad that we get to do this uh again um, hopefully we can kind of pick it back up now that we've kind of started things right now. Um, there's honestly so much <laughs> that's, that we've wanted to talk about since we stopped recording episodes. Like we went to DreamCon, we took a trip, did a bunch of uh-huh. other trips. There's a bunch of like a bunch of anime had come out. My games, my movies. Biggest thing that I need to I think this needs to be stated first. You just said, oh, there's a lot of anime that came out. I haven't seen a lot of them. Not because I don't like anime anymore. It's because I reached time skip in One Piece. That was going to be my next thing I was going to bring up. Like, I wanted, since it's been this long and nobody knew, and like you had a thread going of of like your One Piece watching experience. I had no clue. Like I wanted to know since we've been on this break, what has your one piece watching experience been like good and bad? All right. The first. Okay. The first few episodes have a certain charm to them. Uh, they're, they are, I will say it. They are dog. I, you know, in the grand scheme of things, I really do like One Piece a lot, actually. But I don't... It made me... Until they got to the Baratier, I, like, didn't care. I didn't like the way it was written. Uh, it reminded me very much of, of 90s Pokemon. It had that vibe. Uh, and and because since it's so early, there's not a lot of lore, you know? There's not... Yeah. You can't call you can't call back because it's just starting, right? And yeah. uh I don't know, it, it felt very childish until his first big fight. I wanna say the first if I remember correctly, the first fight that took a few episodes that wasn't annoying was Don Krieg at the Baratier. Because I, I think he, he fights okay. Captain Kuro for a few episodes, but that one was just, it wasn't really a fight. <laughs> it's like whatever, um, yeah. 
And then there, I'm like, okay, this is picking up. As soon as they they reached the grand line, actually, let me let me backtrack. As soon as they get to Logtown, that's when I started getting hooked. Okay. And then from the end of August, because I remember I wanted to finish, uh, I wanted to finish the East Blue before the live action came out. So, from the end of August to the middle of November, I watched every single One Piece episode up until Time Skip, which is, I think, episode 530-something. Jesus. (laughs) And then, yeah, I started getting hooked. And I'm like, okay, yeah, this show's kind of good. In the beginning, I'm not going to lie, did not like Luffy. You got to explain this, though. Alabasta's a great arc. Alabasta's, the I think, the first great arc of, of the show. Yeah. Okay. He is He gets lost every single episode. Someone has to reel him back in. He gets the camp's food and supplies stolen by stupid birds uh he gets zoro lost underground he is always he he goes off by himself finds out what rain powder is and like doesn't tell tries to eat it doesn't tell anyone about it until way later and then he punches vivi which i get why that scene happened he's Telling her, hey, stop being an idiot. We're helping you. You're we're your friends. Yeah. But his fight with Crocodile is like, all right. It's not great. I think everyone else kind of stepped up, even Usopp. Yeah. Uh that arc. Uh, you know, the whole X thing and and not they can't outwardly say that they're friends with Vivi. That was cool. I don't I don't start liking Luffy until Skypia. And that's a hot take for some people. Huh. That's Skypia, actually. Skypia, you know, in the beginning, he's still Luffy. You know, he's goofing around. They're in the sky and like, oh uh, um Or and even before that, I forgot what island they're on before Skypia. Uh but when when people are like beating him and Zoro up, and he's telling Zoro like, "Hey, don't fight back. Just let it happen." Like that part was kind of yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. I was kind of like, "Okay, I, I I get it." Like, but as they reach Skypia and shit starts going down, he gets more serious. Yes, he's like, "All right, I need to fucking, I need to lock in." That is pretty interesting. I'm not gonna lie to you, because I think for me, you know, I um. I stopped watching One Piece and sort of just picked the manga from uh, Water 7 and he's Lobby. Fire. So, like, that's just the far as, like, I've been... Great arc. Great, great, great back-to-back arcs. But I'm saying, like, that's my extent of watching it. I, you, sure. I just read it now. Sure. Um, what's funny is, like, when you talk about getting hooked on to certain characters and, and stuff like that, I know people always bring up episode i think it's episode 37 of the like when it's like the fishman arc and like nami's 
pissed off about Arlong and like tries to stab her tattoo, and then she looks at Lofi like, "Oh, help me!" and stuff like that. Like it's it's as cliche as that sounds, and has as as you know, you know, recycled that tweet is. You know, what I'm saying on Twitter all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm be honest, like that's probably what got me. Like, okay, I really like this show. Because oh. it's just super, it's just super serious. It was a cool moment in like such a goofy type of show, you know. It it is a, it is a cool moment. Uh, it that is a good arc, and but what doesn't make it great? Thanks for reminding me. This is this is the arc I officially didn't like Luffy. Really? Because, because he steps up to Arlong, and he's like, oh, like. I'm going to beat you. You can't move me. And he sticks his feet into the fucking concrete. And then he gets stuck in the fucking concrete. (laughs) I was like, you have to be fucking kidding me. What? Like, can this guy do anything correctly? And then half of the fight is Zoro and Sanji trying to fight the fishmen. And he's in the water because his feet are stuck in the concrete. So then Nojiko has to pick his head all the way up out of the water. So he doesn't die. Oh yeah, <laughs> I was like, good arc. And then when he finally fights, um, Arlong, you know, Gum Gum Battle Axe, cool as hell. Yeah, but hey, don't be an idiot. <laughs> I think you know it's funny. Like I'm, I think I I liked Luffy like through that through that part, but I will say how luffy went about fights really early on in the series it used to piss me off like i was like bro just get it together one time please (laughs) just one time but you know even the fight with with kuro like when the the first fight with kuro i'm like dog yes that's what i'm saying (laughs) that's what i'm saying i didn't get hooked hooked until later like yeah yeah, I, I I just had to watch it for the culture, and now I I definitely am hooked. But one thing, a negative I want to talk about, it doesn't even have to do with the show or the manga or the writer or anything that has to do with the story. I I don't think there is a single fan base that pisses me off more than the One Piece fan base. I, I, every day on Twitter, I will see something about One Piece being better than Dragon Ball or Naruto or Bleach or Attack on Titan or something. And I'm like, hey, stop cock watching. Watch your own show. <laughs> For the love of Christ, I don't even like Naruto and I'll defend Naruto. Because I I think it's this guy I I got so bothered I ended up blocking. He's a pretty big uh, One Piece account. It's G O A W. I'm pretty sure. Oh God, yeah. Don't you don't have to mention. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God, <laughs> they annoy me so bad. And it's like, dude, I like the show that you like as well a lot. Actually, it's one of my favorite anime. He th- that person is so annoying. I just yeah, can't it's, deal with it's it. Pretty rough. But that's you know, 
he's definitely like spearheading like the what's wrong with that fandom online. I'll say that, but not even in a way where I'm like trying to be like hateful or stuff like that. It's just what it's just one of those things where it's like, bro, can you please just enjoy your show without yes. making a bold accusations that have nothing to do with the show to or B either one uh, stop. <coughs> stop fucking uh, comparing one piece to every fucking thing. Mm-hmm. Like bro. Okay. Yeah. Jujutsu Kaisen's having a great season this year. You know what I'm saying? They're doing, it's doing well. The animation's great. Who cares about who's about trying to compare the fight with big mom and Kaido and what Luffy, uh, Zoro, and Kaido, like who cares about that animation versus the JJK animation? Who cares? Yeah, I yeah, and I think he he's one of those accounts that that puts up like, wow, this fight got more views on YouTube than than so and so in this anime, and I'm like, yeah, that fight is ten years old, and this show just came out yeah like it's like what it's are we talking compa- about it's weird comparisons like that and it they just they get under my skin so much that i ha- I just blocked them <laughs> <laughs> yeah i just but that's you know we talked about this before just the like anime accounts and just anime fans online in general how it's just like you can never you can never actually like enjoy something you always have to make sure it, it, it's comparable to something else mm-hmm. you know what's even crazier it's like people don't it's kind of hard people just don't enjoy stuff for the sake of just like trying to enjoy it online like i i, I was um i was literally today this guy that i um i, fo- I don't follow him but he's positive my timeline a lot and he talks about you know, Jujutsu Kaisen a lot. He talks about Kagurabachi that's out right now. Um, and then he he made like a tier list. Or not a tier, yeah, a tier list of like his personal mm-hmm. favorite Jujutsu Kaisen characters. Mm-hmm. Correct? I'm just going to say that again. His, his personal, personal favorite tier Jujutsu list of characters. Jujutsu Kaisen characters. And what doesn't make sense to me is if somebody has, a for a personal preference, has a certain character over another one this is not like i don't understand why people try to make it into some objective list that's like supposed to be correct on who's better than who like if you if mahito is your favorite character and you have him as an a tier character and you don't like yuji that much so you put him at c tier that's your opinion yeah you might you have a person like but that's fine right that's fine like you might like mahito more than i do and that's fine but it's like I don't understand how like this person really came into this dude's mentions and was talk like I can't remember exactly what he said, but he was just like this list sucks. Like how could you have X, Y, and Z over this person? And then he was like, he was like, oh, you're just like flat out like wrong though. He said, hey, so he said, so he replied back and goes, so because I like Mahito more than Yuji, my list doesn't make sense. He's like, absolutely, like just so cold. Like yeah, <laughs> I'm like, bro. What are we doing? It's so odd. Like, uh, 
and then there's I, I feel like weirdly enough <laughs> we're 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 in the circ the sector of of Twitter you know nerdy Twitter you know video yeah. games and anime and and TV shows movies and all that stuff I fear mm-hmm. that a lot of a lot of a lot of the people who are like stereotypical well actually let me reword this a lot of nerds don't have a lot of social skills when you grow up you learn social skills it's yes. it's like a it's like a normal human thing i fear mm-hmm. that there there are a lot of people in this sector of the internet that don't go outside <laughs> oh that, yeah that that don't understand that just because it's on it's online doesn't mean it's still it's still a it's still a human interaction yes so be normal (laughs) (laughs) you know i think a a very a very famous maybe it's not famous but it's it's it always stuck in my head uh interaction that i saw was a trans woman posts a picture with her trans boyfriend Mm -hmm. and you know for people that get confused they they have the opposite genitals whatever yeah because because this interaction also kind of confused me but yes a, a person replied under it saying you go girl f his boy p oh my and then the original poster replied under it saying hey please remember we're real people and this was kind of uncomfortable and then the person who first replied saying that really crass sexual remark was like yo chill was a joke who dog what the fuck dog bro i i don't understand i don't understand so, so again it may oh you know what maybe it's not even just nerds I, maybe it's, it's just social media and now i'm sounding like my dad social media is fucking up the fucking up the youth <laughs> But is it, I mean, like just a common courtesy, just like why even, like, unless you personally know that person, you know? And even but then, again, that, that, and even that, then, even then, it's wild. It's it's wild. Even then. But like, there are certain people that if you, if you knew them and had good social skills, you know, you knew, you would know that that was a joke you could make or not. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. oh, just don't don't tell random people to, to have sex with each other. That's weird. That's insane. It's literally insane. Oh, boy. And but then, yeah, the, back and to, then there's oh, a, go ahead, a, go going back to anime. Yes, I love the. Uh, I love the assumption when you like a certain character, it makes you uh, racist or homophobic or a bigot of some kind. <laughs> Yes. 
It's insane. I I think um I think someone said something like uh that they like Makima from Chainsaw Man. Yeah. And and someone replied saying like, "Wow, there <laughs> there's a lot of uh in-lane racism in you." And they were like, "Explain." And the person said, "No." <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, dude. Like, I get it. I don't like Makima. Right. But I don't think that person's racist. I think he might be a like, little wh- dude, degenerate. Oh my god. Oh my god. You know what's funny? Yo. Is, so something like that literally happened that I saw on, on Twitter today. Like, oh my god. <laughs> you don't, so you obviously, you aren't caught up with Jujutsu Kaisen, Mm-mm. but this isn't necessarily a spoiler, but it's like a, a character that shows up after the Shibu arc is over. His mm. name is Nao Naoya? Naoya? Naoya Zenin. Okay. Okay. This man, just from a character, just a character standpoint, this man has a PhD in misogyny and hating women. Like it's actually okay. insane. Okay. Like he's just like like all of his his character arc is just him you know, being part of the Zenin clan and him wanting to, and him feeling though he's owed like everything because he has a good curse technique and he's part of a really um, prominent clan, you know? But what's funny is like when he meets Toji Zenin, like they have like a character part where they're explaining his backstory and they get to the point where they're talking about his interaction with Toji and realizing that he's actually not as good as he thinks he once was mm. you know and so he wants to be on that level of toji that interaction you know makes him a very interesting dynamic um when it comes to other characters in the in the show or in the manga right and this one dude posted those panels and was like naoya is a really dope character and this person replied and said Oh, I can't remember exactly what he said, but he basically said he basically accused Buddy of saying that he was a misogynist and like someone who would engage in sexual assault just because he likes Nalia as a character. Um, you see how nuts that is? That is a huge claim. That is, you see, do you see how insane that sounds? A, a lot of a lot of people, and this is like fandom stuff. A lot of fans don't realize when the villain does villain shit that sometimes makes them a good character makes them a good villain <laughs> like yeah i don't like Nalia, sure because yeah. he does the things and says a certain things that he does right he could still be a good character and his right because yeah. like the certain impact he might bring to the story or to a certain character right yeah. you're like okay like mahito right yeah, I don't like Mahito, but that's you're supposed to not like him. Exactly. You know? Yes. Like he's suppo- like he's supposed to make you upset when you see him when, you, when he does something to your favorite character. Like you know what I'm saying, he's so you're not supposed to like him, but he's a phenomenal villain and a really yeah. dope villain because of what yeah. he means to Yuji and the overall concept of Jutsu Kaisen. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm not a murderer just because I like Mahito. Yeah, of course. As a character. What are we talking about? 
Not to mention, you, not I, to mention all the villains that girls like because they're hot. Does that mean those girls are murderers or exactly. misogynists or racist or anything? No, it doesn't. Like, Doug, I was, I was absolutely floored. I was like, what are we doing right now, of bro? And then when somebody, get, when like the the original tweeter like replied to them, was like, "Yo, bro." This is a crazy accusation. Why would you say this? <laughs> they don't reply. They just don't reply back. Yeah. You know what? You know it's what like might. A... You know what might be the issue too. It, like I said, it is still a human interaction, but you can't see the human behind it. Sometimes, like that that person who made that accusation, might be like sixteen. You know, that's what I'm saying. So, so a 16 year old says 16 year old shit and says some dumb shit and doesn't know how to respond because they're 16 years old. (laughs) But you don't know that (laughs) you just see someone that pissed you off. So you're going to (laughs) respond. Yeah, but it's like, oh, my goodness, bro. Even at 16, I had better social skills than this. Yeah. I had better media literacy than that at 16. Yeah, you know, Jeez, everyone, everyone, everyone nah. grows up differently. Everyone everyone consumes media. Yeah, yeah it's nuts. Because it's funny you, you say that too, because there's a, there's a guy I follow on Twitter who's like, I really like his, he, he tweets about like anime and manga and stuff. He's really funny. Mm. He tweeted like, but you know, a couple hours ago, he was like, oh, I forgot. I turned 21 this year. I'm like, holy shit. Oh, dude. shit. I turned 27 like, this year. That's what I was saying. I turned 27. Like, what are we? Damn. Yeah, I know. Yeah, nah. It's, it was just, it's just funny. Like, how most of the bigger accounts you're going to interact with online are going to be yeah. below the age of 23. Yeah. And it's like, I, I mean, I guess, you know, you're still technically children. You know, you don't really know much about what's going yeah. on. Um, Yeah. Shifting gears back to One Piece, though. So, where are you at? You're like right before the time skip. Okay, so the last thing I saw, I was going to skip. I was going to stop right when Luffy puts his hat on the right next to the tree. Okay. Uh when he's about to start training with Silver's Rayleigh. But yep. I wanted but I wanted to I just wanted to get it over with and see them older. I wanted to see how everyone looks. Uh so I saw two mm-hmm. episodes of when when everyone gets back to uh uh Sabodi. Okay. Mm-hmm. I saw I the last thing I saw was uh Usopp meets up with Nami. Usopp looks sick. Uh there are fake straw hats ruining their reputation. Mm-hmm. Uh Luffy Luffy you fucking I guess spoilers if no one's here yet. Luffy fuck uh he uses his hockey to uh to dodge the bullet that fake Luffy's gonna shoot him with. It's fire. Yeah. Uh, and I think they're about to get into a fight. Oh, Chopper is following around fake Zoro and fake Sanji. <laughs> you see, I can I can excuse Chopper for being dumb. He's a small little Pikachu looking guy, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Not not the fucking captain. Which he hasn't been. 
for the longest time now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Luffy is always going to be a goofball, but like he definitely gets a lot smarter about a lot of stuff as the series goes on. So it's not that crazy, but um, yeah. So I just think it's pretty cool. You've been going through One Piece. I personally had to take a break because I was speed running through the manga after after. So I started I started reading from where I left off in the anime. So like Annie's Lobby Water 7. I got all the way to Whole Cake Island, which you haven't gotten to yet. Damn. But bro, I don't know if you want to you don't you you can't necessarily skip it because of the story implications. But man, I'm just going to warn you now. When you get to Punk Hazard, that arc, that arc is dog. Really? Bro, it's terrible. It's terrible. It's just boring. Wow. Oh, wow. I've never... I guess I've never it's a heard sl- anything good about Punk Hazard either, but... It's a slog, bro. The only thing that was like actively keeping me engaged in um, that arc was that you get a lot of time with Law. I don't know if you met him yet. Yeah, but you've seen him before, he, right? So like he kind of he kind of saves Luffy after Impel Down. Yes, Luffy so, goes into shock and he takes him in, and uh huh. You get like a long, like period of time, like talking with, um, like Law and like how what, what's going on with him and stuff like that. Like you kind of get more like screen screen time, I guess, with mm-hmm. Law. He was the only thing keeping me engaged in that arc because it sure. was so boring. <laughs> it was so boring. Damn. I've heard, I think I've heard from you that Dressrosa's awesome, but in the anime, it's slow as hell. Well, it's it's kind of tough because what's funny, if you think about timeline-wise, Dressrosa, I think I saw something the other day, Dressrosa takes place within the span of like two hours. With Wow. Which is kind of insane because so like, I think I saw the math for one pace. And yeah, Dressrosa in one pace is, I think, like 500 and something minutes shorter than actual Dressrosa. Dude, like what's but what kills me about this is my biggest gripe with the One Piece anime as a whole. And it's obviously it's the it's the pacing, but not in the way where it's like the stuff is slower. They just add on in all these unnecessary cuts and like people talking that don't necessarily just need to be in there mm-hmm. you know like something happens like i don't even i'm not even gonna say it because it's like a, a cool part in the in the in the story of just rosa but like lucy luffy does something and if you were to watch uh the dress rosa arc uh just regular like you get two or three cutaways to random characters you know with the whole like oh that kind of yeah. thing you know that like the weird expression face and then you get like the they do it like to two three more people maybe somebody else says something like oh my god he he did x y and z and then they go right back to the actual action that's happening and it's like that's what pads the time out mm-hmm. it's the fact that these random cutaways that, that don't need to be in there like if i saw that when people were complaining about one pace what was so funny to me is somebody posted like i think i may have said this on the podcast before too somebody posted a clip of them side by side. Yep. I like of, the, of part of Wano. Mm-hmm. It's a part of Wano, like the side by side clip. Like one is the one pace and the one is like the original. And like they get through like a fight scene 
with like three minutes to spare because the uh, the original has like ten cutaways, yeah, <laughs> like a bunch of different extra like frames they don't need. It's just like oh, that's so my biggest is, thing with the with the anime. So this is interesting. What do you think about the uh, the wit remake? I was going to ask you about that too. I think I hope that they do a good job of getting rid of unnecessary cuts and pacing issues. I think they do. I think the wit does a good job keeping things paced, even though, you know, attack on Titan, that second season wasn't as paced. Well, sure. but neither here nor there. Um, My biggest thing is I don't, at least I don't see them doing the whole series. No, what I th- what I think they're going to do is they're going to redo all of East Blue because East Blue is when they look their most cartoonish. Mm-hmm. And then <clears throat> the animation team, the animation doesn't look different until like Water 7 in the middle of Water 7. It gets to the art style that is the art style now. Yeah. But then Water they do another art style change when it gets to Wano. But water seven is weirdly like, not weirdly. I think water seven is like, it's a few hundred episodes in. I don't think they're going to go all the way to water seven. I, j- I don't know where it's going to stop is what I'm basically saying. <laughs> I would assume that it would probably end with the, with the end of the East Blue saga, because of like, because it has something to do with like a what like the anniversary of One Piece's creation, correct? Yeah, if I'm not I mistaken. So. I think so. So I think, you know, doing their first like big saga, is probably what they were going for to try to get more people into the show. Sure. And just to commemorate what the beginning saga did for the rest of the show, you know. And then they take out the that filler arc with Oppies and her dad's a her grandpa's a dragon. Like Yeah. Yeah. They won't they won't do I any of the filler stuff. Really They'll keep yeah. it. Maybe Luffy yeah, isn't so much of an idiot. They probably would keep the goofiness. I just goofiness, yes. But I mean like just the, maybe he doesn't get his feet stuck in the concrete. <laughs> he does that in the manga though. Maybe Oda regrets it. (laughs) Maybe just a creative change, like last minute. Maybe. Who knows, though? I mean, I don't under, I mean, I tried to justify it like not even 30 seconds ago. I still don't fully understand why they would want to do this. Yeah. You know? It doesn't make sense to me. But, you know. Yeah. Because when they announced it, they didn't really explain much. Listen, I love Wit. I think Wit might be my favorite studio. So I'm going to watch it and it's probably going to be great. You know, it's just it's very vague right now. And the only promotional art they have for it is Luffy as a kid on Windmill Island. Yeah. Which I I just, which yeah. ties into him 
and Ace and Sabo being kids because it was kind of near, if I'm not mistaken, where they grew up as kids was a part of Windmill Island or Windmill Island was near there. So, again, I don't know what the fuck that remake is going to be at all. Yeah, I don't have no clue. I just, you know, the I not even what it's going to be about. I don't know what it's for. Like, yeah, they're commemorating, I guess, one piece. But it's like, is I thought I thought it would be something different. Like, are you just are you going to remake the whole show? Because I don't know if Toei would want would like that too much, you know? I mean, I guess, but Toei had to sign off on the remake in general. Yeah. You know, just I, I maybe you're just trying to get more people into starting One Piece, maybe because like they think the animation style is a little outdated for the for the East Blue. Which that that's what I think. I think they're, they they want to remake everything that was that that has the old art style. Where they had like yeah, the big ass art style. The big ass feet and the big ass hands and all that. Yeah, yes, but that animation style has a charm to it, though. It does, especially when you consider the time period and the type of tone that One Piece had at the time. Like it made sense. It definitely does. So, oh well, we'll see. But um, yeah, it's been uh, it's been funny, like watch, like listening to you kind of go about your um, your um your thread and your rant about like one piece stuff. It's been pretty funny to watch, but you know, I will probably, I might, if we keep making episodes, you know, we'll have the, the, the maybe the weekly, um, the weekly one, <laughs> weekly Zoe one piece update, like where you are in the show. That'll, that'll be when I, when I start back up. So I'm taking a break from it now so I can catch up on right now. I'm watching my Western stuff. I watched a show called normal people. For yeah. anyone who likes drama romance shows and wants a break from anime or whatever, it's very good. It's actually What's very, that about? I saw something before. What is it about? Very well written. It's about two Irish teenagers. One's the girl is a weirdo, doesn't have a lot of friends, kind of bullied. The guy is loved by everyone plays rugby i think oh shit his mom is her house's maid so they kind of know each other and they kind of start dating but not really and then it goes on it's the first two episodes i was like oh shit it's that kind of show i'm gonna hate it i hate both these characters <laughs> and by the end of it not even by the end of it but by like Maybe the fourth episode, I was like, oh, shit, this is very different. I like it. I like it a lot. It's a nice switch up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I finished that. It's only 12 episodes. Each episode's like 30 minutes. It's not that long. Uh, watch that. I'm watching The Bear. I got to catch up on The Bear. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to finish Barry because I never finished it. Uh, and then after that. If I have nothing else, I'll go. Oh no! And then after that, I'm I have to catch up on JJK. Yes, uh, you do, bro. Because oh my there god, are, there are a few other animes that I've I've been missing. Um. Oh, Spy Family. I gotta check it out. I liked I like season one. I gotta check out Spy Family. Um, what's the one you told me? Shangri La, 
something. Shangri-La Frontier. Yes. I got to watch yes. that. They've been really uh, advertising it, so I got to watch it, and uh, and then I'll get back into One Piece. Yeah. Um, it's funny, being home, you know, I'm being around my family a lot more. You know, I'm, I'm not necessarily forced, but, you know, I'm kind of in situations now where, like, my family wants to watch, like, a show as a, as a unit. Mm-hmm. So we started Secession the other day. Oh. That show is fucking hilarious. It's insane. Um... But I've been kind of, I've been, you know, steadily, you know, finding time to watch my anime stuff. I'll talk about Shangri-La Frontier really quick because uh, I know you mentioned it. You're going to watch it. I think that show is, I'll de- I, it's definitely a show that I'm going to read the manga for when it's like after I get done fin- finishing that first season because it's just very, it, it's like a love letter to people that like, MMORPGs, mm-hmm. to be honest. Like, it just, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, I remember the way the main character talks. Yeah, the way the main character talks about RPG strategy and, like, really, like, just really funny gamer terms that only a person that has played games or is even, like, in a come, some kind of, like, been on the internet as a gamer would know. And I think it's just really funny how they talk about certain things like that. And the the style of anime and how they, you know, they approach like certain fights and they approach certain th- stuff. Like it just, you know, it's funny for as much as I talk, talk shit about, uh, SAO and as, as a, as a show, I do think their MMO aesthetic. I'm not talking about like the game structure itself. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about the aesthetic, like how like menu screens pop up and how certain yeah. things get into your inventory and how certain they pop up. They do a really good job with that. Sure. I think Shangri-La Frontier also like takes that and like does it a lot better. They're not a lot better, but they do it like really well mm-hmm. for a more modern um, anime animation style. I'll just say that much. It just does a really good job with that kind of stuff. From the it's really little, funny. From the little that I've seen, I think I don't even know the main character's name, but from the little that I've seen, he. The main character looks more interesting than Kirito ever was. <laughs> yes. He's not like a edgelord yeah. sad boy type deal. He's edgelord just... sad boy who isn't even an edgelord sad boy. He's just kind of doing it to himself. Yes. he. This other guy for Shangri-La French, I forgot his name too. He just likes video games. He likes playing That's video fire. games. That's literally about He's it. He's me. <laughs> He's he just bro. likes video games and he likes maximizing the game's potential. If that makes sense. Oh, he's a sweat. Like trying to trying to find loopholes, trying to find new quests, trying to like another he day. looks up on forums. Another yeah. victory for the OG <laughs> being out the sweats. That's who he is. <laughs> I mean kinda. He just <laughs> Like there's like he finds like a hidden quest, and like goes on like a forum like outside of the game and like try to figure out like how to beat the hidden. Qu- you know what I'm saying? Like just like stuff like oh, that. He is me. No, literally. <laughs> when I can't figure something out, I'm like Reddit. Literally, that's what he does. It's really funny, but, um, but yeah, it's been it's uh really cool. One thing though, my anime of 2023, one that I I think that. It flew onto the radar 
but I think that just the overall animation style and how they tell the story and all that kind of stuff made it the anime of the year for me, and that was Pluto, which was on Netflix. Oh, that's right. Bro, like, I was... I'm glad they decided to make it, like, eight one-hour episodes mm-hmm. because of, one, how short the manga is itself. Because like, I read the manga. Naoki Urasawa is my favorite manga of all time. He wrote my favorite manga, which is 20th Century Boys. He wrote Monster. You know, he wrote both of those. The I was trying. I've been anybody to anybody that will listen. I've been trying to put them on and tell them about it. Like my brother, even my dad that doesn't watch anime that much. Like I was, I was watching it one day, and he like kind of walked in and he's like kind of saw what I was watching, and like the animation just looks so clean mm-hmm. and super cinematic and stuff. And he was like, "Oh, what is this?" I was like, "Oh, it's you know, it's a show called Pluto." And like my my dad, he's you know he's you know in his in his age now, he's like trying to look up. He's trying to just be more knowledgeable about stuff going on in society now. Yeah, sure. And so like he was, he's been kind of like you know reading into like AI and robotics and kind of just like learning about like just stuff going on in society when it comes to that stuff. Uh. And so Pluto does a has a lot to do with AI and AI. the law of robotics yeah. and like what it means to be human and that kind of in that sort of stuff and like what it is that kind it, of like themes and stuff. Isn't it? Supposed to wasn't uh, sorry. What was the mangaka's name? Naoki Urasawa. Wasn't it Urasawa's version of Astro Boy? Isn't that what Pluto yes. is? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Which is so really basically cool. Yeah, it takes the it takes the world of Astro Boy and like the inspiration behind Astro Boy and even oh, what is the guy's name? Like it's like Tenma something. I figure I forget his name. The guy who created Astro Boy. Okay. Was it was the manga is a collaborative effort. Like when you read, like when it shows like who wrote it, it oh, says shit. Naoki Urasawa and that guy wrote Astro Boy. So it's like both of them kind of collabed on it a little bit, I guess. Oh, that's if cool. That makes sense. So, so it's Astro Boy, but not cute, is what it looks like. No, it is Astro Boy, but real. Okay. Because I know OG Astro Boy is very like kid friendly. Yeah, essentially, so to kind of give you like a premise for anybody that wants to watch, right? Um, essentially it follows this there okay, there's basically seven or six like robots that were built by humanity to be to serve certain purposes and they're all like very well renowned and like they're supposed to be like the marvels of robot achievement there's the main character who we follow a lot in the show gazikt he's like a detective so like he under like he's just like the marvel of like the pinnacle of robotics right he's got a really smart mind he's got like the weaponry to be able to handle certain cases and his his body's made out of like a metal that's like damn near indestructible you know and then you got stuff like um like you got you got like a robot that you know operates on solar power and is like really it can like essentially has enough solar energy stored in his body to nuke a small country. Like he's just damn. Like you see what I'm saying? Like he's like they're just six huge marvels and pinnacles of robotics. All of them are slowly being killed gruesomely by this unknown force. 
that you find out what it is later, but by this unknown force. And essentially, mm. Gazikt is trying to investigate these murders while while also and like while also trying to like navigate it's like murder the, mystery the Astro idea. Boy. Yeah. He's basically trying to na- like investigate the murders and navigate the notion that it could be um a robot that's killing these other robots. And then it also like kind of explores like Gazikt has like a, a troubled past and it kind of like basically it, it kind of follows like like the law of robotics essentially and, and the ethics of robotics when it comes to would you allow robots to have free will and then what would happen if you were to do that or would it be like could a robot find like if you were to program a robot a certain way would you give it you know despair and misery or even anger to the point where it would end up killing a human you know that's the kind of stuff yeah like it explores like some really cool and deep topics on robotics and plus they do have like an astro boy type character in there his name's adam he's like a little boy Mm. but he's uh like super strong but he's really cool he's a Mm. he's a he's a pretty interesting character in the show but yeah like it's um it kind of explores all those topics it does them in a really cool way and then just the the mystery behind it and one thing i like about you know urasawa's works is you as the show as the as the story progresses you get answers to certain things but those answers always lead to more questions and by the time you finish, like, like you, and you won't know the answer you actually you actually want mm. until maybe like right before the end of the of the story. Fire. And it, <laughs> like I fire. felt this way with I felt this way with Monster, like trying to figure out like Johan's like motive and trying to figure out all this other stuff yeah. in the show. Like you don't know until the very end, honestly. Um, but yeah, it's been, it's, that just shows like phenomenal. Anybody who wants to, uh, watch that show, I think it was the best anime to come out of 2023. Obviously, you know, you got some pretty heavy contenders there. You got Bleach with their second core doing a phenomenal job with that, uh, adaptation. Um, Jutsu Kaisen, Zoe, I, I, bro, if you thought season one was fire, season two is probably like some of the best television i've ever seen i'm hyped for it bro i i really do want to watch it i really do like jjk um real quick just letting you know might have to i have to go somewhere we don't have to end right now we don't we don't have to end right now i'm just saying we're at like 50 something minutes um yeah but uh as i was saying I, I really do like JJK and I'm really interested and I, I, I do think it's one of my f- more, it's one of my favorite anime and I'm pissed that I got because. into Fortnite too late because <laughs> the JJK characters aren't in the Fortnite shop. Oh you know how God. many times I've been killed by, by ne- uh, Megumi and Yuji <laughs> and then they bust out the What's with these homies dissing my girl? Oh my god! They dude. put out, they pull out the buddy Holly. 
What even is that game anymore? It's fucking fire is what it is. <laughs> for for I don't another understand. another development that happened in our hiatus, I saw they put Peter Griffin in the fucking game, so I started playing again. <laughs> you know what level know. I'm at? Oh, what level? I'm level 100, dog. Uh, but like, bro, is it even the same game still? I I play zero build, and whoever's complaining about it, I can't build. It is a skill issue. I agree. <laughs> um, I play Fortnite no build. It's battle royale, just no building. There's regular okay. Fortnite, which you know, old school back in the day. Fortnite yeah. Festival, which is rock band. It's rock band. They're just doing anything. They're just doing anything and now. Because Epic Games bought Harmonix, and Harmonix made Rock Band. Right yes. now, right now, you play on your controller. You use two of the face buttons, and and I I play an expert, so three of the shape buttons. Um, okay. There is a rumor that Harmonix is going to make the old Rock Band controllers. Backwards compatible. Which would be fire. But also, I think Epic Games are very money hungry when it comes to Fortnite. So what I think is actually going to happen is they're going to sell Fortnite guitars. Oh, yeah. Why wouldn't they? I just think it's it's thinking as a businessman. It's a good idea. Yeah, like, like um, why not, you know? And if anyone from Epic is listening and didn't think about that, I cut me a check. No, for real. Like, <laughs> run me the money. Um, like, but th- I just don't... They also get... have they also have Rocket Racing. It's, it's a racing game. And Lego Fortnite, which is based... It's Minecraft. It's not, it's not oh. a Battle Royale. You pop in, you got survival, or you got creative. You got no monsters. You build a little village. It's like it's like Minecraft mixed with Animal Crossing because you need to build a village and get people to stay in your village. But it's what they do is they could they could resource for you. So if you're playing survival, you you tell someone, "Hey, plant a garden." They'll plant you your garden. You don't got to do it That's yourself. Insane. You That's tell hey, you tell Hayseed, hey brother, man the grill. Someone gets meat, or you give him meat, he cooks it for you. You get more health. That's just you tell Peely over there, resource some motherfucking rocks, and he resources those motherfucking rocks for you. Dog, what are you, they just doing anything with this game? You know what? You know what I just thought about? Hmm. They're trying to compete with Roblox. It's okay. It is one hundred percent now. When you used to load into Fortnite Battle Royale, that's all you can do. You load into the game, mm-hmm. dude. Now, it's a huge menu. It it looks exactly like like Roblox because not only do, does it have the Epic Games stuff, there's a bunch of creative. Just, I was playing Zombies the other day with some friends, not made by Epic. Some Joe Schmo made it. 
like custom games. Yes. Yeah. It is Roblox. It is. Like, yeah. But does Roblox have Peter Griffin and the Peter Copter? <laughs> the Peter Copter. That's his glider. And when That's it pulls insane. out, when it pulls out your Oh my God. <laughs> oh man. Like they have, but yeah, like that's what I, I, now that I'm thinking about it, it's literally just wrote, cause I, you know, I'm, I literally coach high schoolers now. And mm-hmm. so like, like I got some freshmen on my team and they talk about playing Roblox. And I, now that it, it makes more sense now, cause like dog on Roblox, you could just play like, like a Minecraft looking version of 2k. Yeah. Yeah. And then go and then play like a Fortnite version of something else. And then, mm-hmm. but then. Yeah, Fortnite's just doing this thing now where they just have so much stuff going on, like racing and music and stuff. They had a whole, like, Among Us type deal going on with one of their... Do they still have that? No, but I remember that. Yeah, I was like, okay, this makes no sense. What happened to the Battle Royale that I I grew up playing? (laughs) What I I really like about Fortnite Festival, I love rhythm games. And you would think Fortnite... It's just going to have a bunch of pop songs. It's not going to be interesting. And they do. They have Bad Guy by Billie Eilish. Mm-hmm. They have they have uh, Vampire by Olivia Rodrigo. They have uh, Thunder by Imagine Dragons. Oh, my God. But then they got Mr. Brightside by The Killers. Ooh. Banger. Okay. Banger. Uh, the, the Hand That Feeds by Nine Inch Nails. Banger. Banger. Go with the flow by Queens of the Stone Age. Banger. <laughs> um Highway Tune. Greta Van Fleet. Wow. Banger. <laughs> and what I find very funny, I didn't know this. Uh Fortnite, they 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 make their own music. And you if you unlock the Fortnite music, you can play it on Fortnite Festival. Mm. And there's a song called The Butter Barn Hoedown. Oh my God. And Taylor, when I tell you, this song is kind of a banger. <laughs> Dude, I 100% flawless that song on expert mode. <laughs> oh my fucking God. <laughs> Dog, what the, is it what, some kind of like? Thank God I'm a country boy type shit. It kind of, but it's more rocky. It's not. It's not Morgan Wallen. It's not Florida Georgia Line. It's more like. It's more like if Johnny Cash drank a a full can of Monster. <laughs> <laughs> That's a crazy comparison. It's got a crazy but... guitar solo. Uh, the Fortnite character that sings it is I don't know if you've seen the stack of pancakes that's dressed like a cowboy yes we got the quickest triggers in the whole wild west oh my god oh no that's insane so yeah Fortnite's a game anymore Fortnite is a bad what happened to the game I love what happened to the game I love I love it now (laughs) in the past month I've played 62 hours Jesus, man. Oh my gosh. Um, do you have to go? 
Um, we're, at, we're at the almost at an hour. Yes, yes. I would. I, would, okay. I have to go. Okay. Uh, there's a lot of stuff okay. that I would like to talk about next time. There's like too much stuff. Yes. There's so much. Like, I think it's just gonna have like a, a series of recap episodes. Honestly. Yes. Like my my movies of the year because I'm on Letterboxd. For anyone listening. Oh yeah. For anyone listening that likes Letterboxd, uh, what's my name? My name? Uh, Zo seventeen twenty one. I got two hundred and eighty nine films rated. Uh, I got my list of twenty twenty three ranked on there, and that's what I want to talk about next time. All right, bet. <laughs> All right, well, uh, short, lot shorter of an episode, but you know, mm-hmm. just trying to get back, get back in the swing of things. Yeah, appreciate you guys listening in. I've been nostalgia as told by Zoe. See you guys next time. Peace. Peace. Thank you.